Tizana, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are discussing Two Weeks Notice, the film starring Hugh Grant and Sandra Bullock, who also produced this film. Sandra Bullock did. So anyway, this movie came out many years ago, back when I was in high school, and I have not seen it until this weekend, but I was like, you know, I kind of I'm just like, I had it up to here with Elvis after not having a weekend for many, many weekends. So I was like, I am taking off. I'm going to do something fun. And I'm going to watch Two Weeks Notice because I saw the preview on YouTube and it looked very, very funny. And I've always been a fan of Sandra Bullock ever since I saw her in Speed when I was like seven years old, which... Speed is not a movie for seven-year-olds, but I'm just saying, I saw her in that movie, and I liked her in Keanu Reeves, and I also really liked her in While You Were Sleeping. It was like a childhood favorite movie of mine, and I still, it's one of the few DVDs I actually brought with me. I'm like, I'm not leaving that behind, snap. I know we have instant video, but what if the world crashes, and I do not have While You Were Sleeping? That would be disastrous. But anyway, and I also love her in Lake House with Keanu Reeves again. Great, great, great story. So, two weeks notice. It is about Lucy and Mr. Wade. Lucy is an activist who is trying to save buildings in her city from being destroyed by power-hungry moguls such as Mr. Wade. So she brokers a deal with Mr. Rage, who is looking for a new lawyer because the one that he hired did not fill out forms correctly because he basically just hired her because he thought she looked attractive and yeah. Anyway, so he didn't hire her for her lawyer abilities. So he hires Lucy with the agreement that he will not tear down her town's community center if she works for him and she'll pay her $250,000 a year and a nice Christmas bonus. So Lucy basically becomes the person that takes care of all his stuff at his office, all the paperwork, makes sure things run smoothly, handles all the stuff. But eventually she gets fed up because she is at her, literally her best friend's wedding. He calls her telling her that he has an emergency. She comes to his apartment to see what on earth is going on. Is he bleeding? Is he dead? Was there a murder that fell apart? And he just wanted her to pick out his outfit for a Miss, I don't know, Miss New York or something beauty pageant. And she's like, you know, disgust, what an emergency quote. It reminded me of like, I've, I've never said this to my kids, but... When I do have kids and they reach a certain age, I could totally see me saying this. I'm like, I'm like, are, is someone dead? Are they bleeding? Are you cut? Because there are certain times when you do not call when somebody is doing something. Because I'm like, if it is not truly an emergency, don't call on certain things. So I don't mean where I'm like, I want my kids to call me. Don't get me wrong. But I'm like, there might be something that comes up in my life. So I'm like, I have to go take care of something. And they're going to know that an emergency is qualified as 
Are you hurt? Are you bleeding? Is someone dead? If it's not you or someone else, do not call and tell me you have an emergency because you ran out of mac and cheese. I mean, I don't see my kids doing that because I see them being very independent and being able to go buy mac and cheese if they need to and run out. But anyway, like, she just, she says, you know, this is my two weeks notice. Here's your suit. Here's your pants. Here's your ties. Here's your shoes. And he's like, I don't have a shirt. So I'm going, the man is like, 45 years old and he still cannot dress himself this is disturbing but anyway so lucy gives her two weeks notice a new another female lawyer comes to basically learn the ropes from her but somehow during this whole process Lucy starts to feel agitated by this other woman which i find kind of weird because i'm like I've never really understood jealousy. Maybe I would if I had been in a long-term relationship, but I'm like, I don't see why sometimes it takes someone else wanting a person for another person to want them. Like in Lucy's case, she really didn't care about Mr. Wade romantically at all. In fact, I think she found him downright detestable at times. But once this lawyer woman comes into the office, she's like, now I want him because someone else does, which I've never really understood that kind of logic. I have seen it many, many times in films. But again, this is one reason why I'm like, I really don't watch a lot of American rom-coms. So anyway, Lucy is agitated by this lawyer. And... Um, she ends up leaving after finding out that Mr. Wade backed out on his deals to save the building because his company's in shambles and his brother is kind of putting his feet to the fire saying, we cannot save the building, it will cost too much. So he backed out on his word, which really hacked her off. And also he seems to like this um, woman liar. And that also really hacks her. Now I will say, I would be hacked off too if I were in Lucy's position and I walked in and saw my boss and the lawyer who's replacing me playing strip chess. I mean, that would hack me off, but not because I would want to be with that person at all, but because I think it is a level of unprofessionalism I would not want in someone who was taking my place. And I have a weird mind, but that is what would hack me off. I'm like, they should not be doing that with people who you work with. I mean, it's just awkward. So anyway, but Lucy leaves the law firm. Mr. Wade, and I forgot the woman's name, who is the replacement lawyer, but she's really annoying. She's one of those like catty women. I hate using that word, but sometimes it is applicable and it is applicable with the female lawyer that replaces Lucy. But anyway, Lucy goes to work back at the, um, legal aid department that's local that helps people who can't afford lawyers and also in the middle of all this there is one very funny and somewhat inappropriate scene because lucy has trouble with relationships she is dating long term a guy who is on like a greenpeace vessel but he's never around and I guess this is something that has been kind of a reoccurring theme for her because she tends to date like these activists who aren't really there. And there is a very poignant scene because she is, she gets upset and 
The one thing I will say about Mr. Wade, though, is when he finds out that she's furiously using a stapler because her boyfriend for like four years or more has decided that she doesn't care for the planet because she will not get a gre on a Greenpeace boat. And she's like, I hate green boats. Um, it's not because I don't care about the planet, but I am not getting on a boat for this person. And so anyway, so they break up and Mr. Wade takes her to his yacht to kind of calm her down, puts a life vest on her because she drinks way too much. And she's telling him about how she's um, rather foxy and a bobcat pretzel. And I'm not going to go into detail, but that made me laugh, even though very inappropriate. Like, people are just weird when they are drunk, which is one of the reasons, other than a health condition, why I do not drink. I'm like, I would never want to say something stupid like that in my life. I can't imagine me saying something stupid like that in my life. But I'm like, if I don't drink, I have a much higher rate of not possibly saying something dumb at some point in that way. But anyway, he gets Lucy safely to sleep on the couch. And um, the next morning, she's like, uh, did anything happen? She's like, no, nothing really happened that way. You were basically just gone. And yeah. So anyway, but at the end of the day, there is this very poignant scene between Lucy and Mr. Wade, where Mr. Wade says, you know what? Your problem is that you end up with people who you think have the same ideals, but you have kind of a very uh, grating personality and it drives them away. This was totally very mean of Mr. Wade to say, I will say like, I've never understood why when people get romantically involved, sometimes they decide that when they're upset, they're going to hurt the other person. I'm like, if you really care about people, even if you're madder than hell at them, I really don't see why you'd want to try to barb them with a word or a nasty thing. But anyway, he does, and she barbs him back saying, you know, basically, you're you're always running off with the next, you know, bimbo that comes around. I don't even know if bimbo's a word we use anymore. But anyway, so, and they part ways. Well, she, Lucy goes back to live in her parents' home. Her parents are both previous lawyers. Her dad has high cholesterol. Her mother keeps trying to get him to eat soy milk and soy products so that his cholesterol will go down. And um, so she's back home and eating a lot because she orders all this food when she's stressed and eats like literally five dinners at once from the, um, Mr. Wong's, which I had to laugh because in while you were sleeping, which was made not probably like five years before this, she was always ordering Chinese food from Mr. Wong's and that one too, but in Chicago, not New York. But anyway, I had the same name too. Totally different characters, but I always thought that, I mean, I thought it was sort of like Mr. Wong's and both, Lucy and both. But she goes and works at the legal aid department with a woman who was maybe going to take her place as a lawyer, but Mr. Wade made the grave mistake of asking if she was pregnant when she was not. And that was a very bad thing to do to someone who you're hiring. But anyway, so she's working at the legal aid department and Mr. Wade comes in and goes, I 
I know you're no longer working for me. I know you gave your notice. I know all that. But I gave my first speech without talking to you about it. And I want to give you my speech and have you tell me what you think. And then I will be out of your hair forever. You will never have to hear from me again. And she's like, I don't want to hear your speech. And he's going, it is important. He's like, this speech is about how for the first time in my life, I told someone I would do something and I wasn't going to follow through with it. And it really bothered me for the first time in my life because even though you were like the most annoying person I know, I still rely on you and you are the voice in my head which tells me when I'm doing something wrong. And I'm like, that is why he's like, you know, I really want to be around you more. And so she's like, I don't have time for this. Um, the speech really is not something I can deal with at this point in time. So Miss Ray is like, okay, I understand. And he leaves crestfallen and depressed. And Lucy goes and sits behind her desk and goes, aside from the split infinitive in the middle, that speech was pretty perfect. And the woman who was going to be hired as the liar is going, yeah, it was. I don't even like the man, but what are you doing here? <laughs> and I had to laugh because I'm going, I remember when I watched Lake House or like the, probably my sister and I watched Lake House, Bob and I watched Lake House like a ton of times when I was in high school and in my early twenties. And I remember Bob turned to me once we were watching Lake House and my mom also turned me once we were watching Lake House. And there's this scene where Lucy, or not Lucy, Kate, Kate is her name in Lake House, when Kate is sitting on the steps during her birthday party and Keanu Reeves' character comes out and she's giving like these one sentence responses, which he thinks she's being rude, but really she's just having a hard time expressing herself because she really didn't want to party with all these people and it's overwhelmed her and totally freaked her out. I remember we were watching that once and my mom was like, that is so you. And my sister's like, yeah, you seem really rude sometimes, but you're trying to process and it can come off as very abrupt. And I'm like, that is not really a compliment, but okay. But I was watching the scene at the very end of two weeks notice. And I was like, when she says, I can't handle the speech and she goes and says, and I'm going, that is me when I'm processing. I'm like, I really do need about two days to percolate on something either good or bad if it's very significant because it kind of just blindsides me sometimes. And I'm like, I have to think about this. I'm going, it's kind of nice to see that depicted in film although it can be darn awkward in real life. But anyway, she ends up processing much more quickly than I do about things and running out after Mr. Wade, who she wants to be with, although she does not want to work with him anymore. And he's like, well, I gave up my job in the company, which means we will have to share helicopters with people from now on. She's like, as long as I don't have to share work with you, I'm good. And they go off together into the New York sunset. I would say I really enjoyed this film, I'm sorry, I'm a little tired this evening. But anyway, I really enjoy this film because it kind of took me back to the things that I liked about certain Western shows that I watched when I was a kid, like Runaway Bride or While You Were Sleeping. It had that kind of vibe to it. Now, I will say, conversely, 
because it was a Western drama, there were some things that annoyed the heck out of me in it because I really didn't like how it depicted most of the women in the film. No offense at all, I'm just saying. I like the character of Lucy in the film, but also because she is kind of a badass. People treat her badly because they think that there's something wrong with her because she stands up for herself. She says, you know, I'm not going to put up with your bad behavior, which I'm like, that is just what you need to do in certain situations. And I don't think we should be lambasting someone even indirectly for those attributes. But anyway, I would probably give this a 7 out of 10. I watched it on Amazon because I could get it for like $8. I just decided to buy it because I'm going, it has Sandra Bullock in it. It's probably going to be something I'll watch again. I'm definitely will not anytime soon. I'm like, I'm glad I have it in my library now. And so that one I got through them. You can also buy it on YouTube, I believe. I don't think Netflix has it. I'm not really sure because I don't have Netflix, but when I Googled it, I didn't see it available there either. But I would give it a seven out of 10. Also, you could watch it with probably kids who are 10 and above without any trouble. You might have to skip a couple parts where there were some sexual innuendos, but it wasn't like anything major that I found extremely repulsive. Um, just some things where I was like, we really didn't need that in there, but okay, like strip chess. What the, what the, yeah, what the. So anyway, I'm like, um, yeah. But anyway, I would still give it a seven out of 10. I really liked how um, Sandra Bowick did a great job in the show. I mean, she really did. And I really liked the kind of back and forth banter between the two main characters. It was very entertaining. Check it at the round table. Bye.